The following podcast is a Boys in the Basement production. To find out more, visit us at www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Everybody, welcome to episode 57 of the Boys in the Basement podcast, coming to you from the subterranean wonderworld in the middle of Hampshire. What a show we have for you today. You've got me, Mr. Parton, the tall, hairy man who you hear now in your ears. So opposite me is a man who's also slightly tall and maybe a little bit hairy. It is the one and only Mr. Swan. Hello, Liam. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you? Superb. Brilliant. Yeah, superb. And we sat next to him. We have a man who has got no body hair whatsoever. He is effectively like a jelly baby that's come to life is the one and only Mr North. Good evening, Liam. How are you, Mr North? I'm very. I'm like a giggly schoolgirl on her graduation. <laughs> that is a horrible image for us all to have. Uh, sat next to Mr North, we have... Um, sort of, does he count as a guest or does he count as a staff? Staff. Oh, yeah. Apparently I'm a toilet. He's on the team, he's on the team. <laughs> we have Mr David Prothero, otherwise known as the Department of Audiovisual Engineering. How are you, Dave? Yeah, very well, very well. Lovely, Jubby, lovely to have you here. Right, that is the scene set. There are four people in the basement tonight and that is nice and that is how it shall remain for the duration of the show. Or will it? Is someone going to be bailing out early? Would you like to um, talk to us, Mr North? I've got 20 minutes and I need to go. So. Why do you need to go? Um, because I've got a pre-arranged... Um, evening out, which and you, we thought we'd start the show at half five, but you then were late. So as I said before, this is like my Friday night. Hey, hey. on a Sunday, He's getting on it. <laughs> he is getting on it. Yeah, we're looking forward to watch Mr. North get on it for the next twenty minutes and get out of here twenty minutes later. We are going to miss him, but we will carry on regardless. With us, probably Dave will just take over as guest host. Will he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Can't do any worse than him? No, this is very, <laughs> exactly. very true. Now this show's probably like going to be good today because we've got some music coming up from Better Takes Chase. We've got music coming up from Dog Is Dead, and we've got music coming up from Love Stars. And the brilliant thing is that. Love Stars and Dog is Dead. I've never heard of them before. This is music that Dave has provided for the show in his increasing role as sort of PA slash dog's body slash toilet cleaner, it would turn out. Now, let's not let him get to management. That would be a bit scary. <laughs> okay, we'll keep an eye on him. You never know. He could be up and coming far this in the belly. Is unmanageable. By <laughs> yeah. far, anyway. Hey, yeah. no, look, because we have managed to do something very clever. We've got a guest coming on later who isn't actually physically going to be here. They are phoning from across the pond. We've got a lovely man. <laughs> oh, called, you said no accent. Should we not ante- yeah, yeah. antagonise him by doing no, poor American accent? That was a good accents. accent. That was a good, like, racially correct accent, wasn't it? Mm. Okay. Let's complete what you were saying. Yeah, we've got a guest sort of phoning up from America later on. His name is Ashley Shreve, and he is a, a dating expert, and he's going to be giving us some top tips, specifically Mr. North and Mr. No, Swan. No, I don't need I any. Would presume, I don't uh, need Mr. Swan. Mr. Hang on a minute. Does. Hang on, why not you? Well, I don't need any tips, mate. I'm, I'm the main player. Well, should we let him judge that? Mm. Oh, yes, I yeah. really want to say that. Let's actually look out. at the success rate of his relationships before we judge that. Some of them have had good starts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great. Review. The bits that are down to me are fine. It's only when the women's let their personalities get involved. So we look forward to speaking to Ashley later on, and it's going to be a good show here from the good folk at Boys in the Basement Podcast PLC. I have literally only just arrived in the studio, so I have no idea what anyone's been up to. So I need a quick review of Swan. What have you been doing with your life this week? I've, I'm uh, embarking on a new charity mission, Liam. Oh, okay. I like a bit of charity. Two, in fact. I'm rowing the Thames. 
in August, and I'm running the Great South Run in October. Wow, are these oh. the things that are actually going to happen? Oh, yeah, they're all booked in, they're all done, they're all sorted. Is this before or after the musical? Uh, the musical is ongoing, Dave. Oh, okay. It's something like that, it doesn't just yeah. happen overnight. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been busy organising that. So um, perhaps I'll, I'll, I'll talk about more on another show, perhaps, and we'll get some promotion, tell the lovely listeners more about it. OK, and Mr North, what have you been up to this week? I know I've literally nothing about what's happening in no, your life actually, these days. It's weird. When you asked Mike the question, I thought through my week and then came up with, actually, I haven't really done very much out of the ordinary, <laughs> oh. which is a bit strange. I've um, yeah been out a couple of times in the evenings and been working in the daytimes and, you know, just living the life. Just like living life. Only <laughs> guy kick, kicking back in a Hampshire town. Like, <laughs> like, like the fresh Prince of Bel-Air yeah. himself. <laughs> I found myself the other day, like I was, I was off, but I needed to do some stuff on my um, generic um, tablet device. But my broadband wasn't working, so I just went to the pub to work. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do here you just go to the pub sit in a bit that's marked as the office in the pub and work that's what they are wow brilliant that's and so exciting and it's machine yeah. <laughs> we'll be releasing the story tales from underground very soon I've done something very exciting this week I've mastered a new instrument would you like to hear me play it yes right oh god oh no he's got wires tangled in it uh, oh. okay this, oh, instrument, this is going badly already this is almost as exciting as um, the my, bagpipes, as my bagpipe attempt. Yeah, what's this instrument called that I'm holding at the moment? I th- it looks like a, a xylophone. It's a, xylophone. Or a xylophone. A xylophone? Did you say it's it's not, not, a xylophone? A xylophone. No, I can never remember which one uses the wooden bars and which one uses the metal. One's a glockenspiel. Yeah, but yeah. which one's which? I don't know. Yes. So what I've done is, you know, when confronted with a new instrument like this, I have actually mastered the Star Wars theme tune Ooh. in honour of it being. Um, May the 4th. May the 4th. So this is me as a homage to all the good work that the Star Wars people did. This is me playing Star Wars on the... Is it a glockenspiel? I reckon it's a xylophone. I think it's a xylophone. Xylophone, glockenspiel, it's all the same. So here we go. Oh, no, I've cut that off. <laughs> <laughs> right, here oh, we get go. Get the bagpipes out. Yeah. No, here we go. Halfway through that, I thought, wow, I'm really impressed. And then I just felt dirty. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all right, mate. You're allowed to be impressed by me. Wow. Um, So, although we've just had that musical bit, groundbreaking bit of music there, we're now going to have to play some music by an actual, some would call them proper band, although if that, what I just did there was not proper music, I don't know what it is. And like I say, Dave's been a really good lad this week, and he's brought along in his satchel, in his doctor's bag, a stethoscope, he's brought along an enema for Mr. North, and he's also brought a small cigarette case stuffed full of music. So the first song he's brought is from a band Ooh, should we have Love Stars first? Yeah. yeah. I like the sound of a band called Love Stars, especially when their song is called Get Your Sexy On, which actually will tie in quite nicely to presumably our interview that we'll have after this song with Ashley Shreve on the phone afterwards. So um, this is called Get Your Sexy On. It's by Love Stars. And when we come back, we shall be reviewing it in our item called Review Love Stars. Here we go. We
your sexy on from Love Stars. And Love Stars are a three-piece band inspired by pop hooks, honest lyrics, drum machines and funkalicious bass lines. Love Stars created their very own unique brand of pop, living each day by the Love Star motto, follow your heart and aim for the stars. Oh, what a good old song that was and what a good bunch of Do you know what they're called? They're called Sarah, Hamish and George. Good names. Solid Hamish. names. Solid names. And a, solid names. So, good solid names, yeah. yeah and according names. to Dave, the, the woman in it is nice to look at. Is this the oh, case? Oh, yeah. Is that right, Dave? Oh, yeah. Excellent. I might have to look for a picture, you um, can possibly. You Ashley's advice in a minute on how to, you know. Yeah, might do. Ask for <laughs> Ash's advice. Uh, what we've got to do is just give our thoughts on that song before we move on. What do we all make of it? I really enjoyed that. I'd, I'd probably be listening to that again later, I think. Mm. Yeah. Thumping beat. And what mark would you give it out of 10? I'd give it a nine. Oh, good. Well, wow. that, is a, that is a good score. Mr. North, what's your think, thoughts on that song? I also really enjoyed it. My sexy is on so much, and I can't get it off. <laughs> I actually, that is words uh, no one wants to hear. I'm trying to wipe the sexy off. I can't get it off. <laughs> oh, I really yeah. don't want to be sitting next to him right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I really enjoyed it as well. A thumping tune. Um, a, a solid 9 out of 10, actually. Oh, brilliant. Dave, what did you make of it? Oh, cracking. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. It had a really, really spaciously vocal kind of thing. It was a very big sound. Um, yeah, it was, it was really, really catchy. That's the first thing that hits you about it. But mm. yeah, I think for me, it's also a nine. Wow. Um, and then my thoughts on it. Well, it was very exciting because we've got a brand new speaker in the basement tonight. And it's its debut. And that was the first song that that speaker ever played. And what a bloody good start it was. <laughs> yeah. um, that song was immensely catchy. We, we, as soon as it finished we were all still singing it um, I was actually bopping and just going this is amazing it had a really good beat it was happy it was upbeat it uplifted you and so for that reason alone I'm going to give it 9 out of 10 and what's mm. really exciting is because wow. Dave's brought that song along I'd never heard it because usually I review songs that I've already picked and therefore I like <laughs> yeah. so it's nice to be able to review something with Virgin Is um, it's nice to have a Virgin anything to be honest so that means that song scored a big fat what is 36. It, 36 out of 40 that's a big score yeah. that is a good score and if you the listener listening now in your little home and your little hovel of a life you live because you are not being <laughs> us um, you can find out more about Love Stars at lovestars.com I should at this juncture in life and in time tell you that Love Stars is spelt with two R's so don't go looking for Love Stars with one R because God knows what you could oh, uncover yeah, be careful be careful <laughs> um, and they're also on Facebook uh, facebook.com slash planetlovestar again with two R's remember the two R's so that's good what a brilliant bit of music to start the show with and now it's time for us to do something technological we're gonna go wild on Skype now I said last show that I thought Skype was going to catch on and it turns out it has because <laughs> we're using it again to contact someone over the pond so this is a man called Ashley Shreve and he got in touch for the show because he wanted to be featured as a guest for some reason he wanted to be associated with us and he's a dating expert he thinks he's got some good tips to share with us so we're going to ring him up and see what he has to see, say this could be interesting because you, mm. you could probably say that about you yeah well, think it's you know be, it all it's going to so be like gladiators going yeah. toe to toe cheek to cheek Flash of the thigh. Titans but Liam I'm going to have to leave this party what, right now? Yeah, right now. Oh, just about to ring him. You can't no, go. No, I just... can't. No, you I can't. can. Okay, yeah. well, we've got, well ring, actually, we've got to say goodbye to Mr. North, who's literally <laughs> uh, going to dash out. I am. Sorry to sorry to leave you, listeners. Okay. I'm waving at you. Bye, Mr. Yeah. North. Goodbye, yeah. North. Pass, Bye, North. My, pass my best on to Ashley. Okay, well, goodbye, Mr. North. Mr. North is leaving. Might as well turn his microphone off now. Oh. Yeah, it's good thinking. I kind of wish we hadn't ever turned it on. Yeah, there we go. Right, so it's now myself, Mr. Swan, and Mr. Dave left in the room, and we're going to give Ashley a ring. So here we go. Boys in the basement, what's going on? Hey, hey, Ashley, how you doing? Good, good, good. Oh, thank you ever so much for answering. Uh, as you have established, it's the guys here from Boys in the Basement phoning you. We are on air. Um, how's life going for you at the moment? Um, it's going pretty good, actually. Um, 
Just uh, had a few drinks, so I'm feeling wonderful, actually. Uh, Ashley, what time is it over there in the States at the moment? It is actually 2.26. Well, in the afternoon? Yes. And you're already I getting drunk? <laughs> no, I uh, I actually, um, I'm going to a big barbecue here um, oh. when we get off this call. So, we won't, uh, we won't take too of, long, then. Everyone kind of got started without me. It's kind of a, it's one of those uh, days where the weather actually got really nice for the first time of the year. So okay. everyone's kind of getting together and, you know, cooking out and having drinks in the afternoon having a good time good now um obviously our listeners don't know too much about you ashley so do you want to give them a quick uh, heads up of what it is you do and why you've got in touch with the show oh yeah sure um so basically uh i go by many different names uh some people call me professional pickup artist some people call me dating coach um which do you prefer I, uh <laughs> it depends on who i'm talking to if i'm talking, <laughs> to, my <laughs> if I'm talking to my mother then I, i'm a confidence building life coach <laughs> <laughs> amazing yeah but uh no but in all reality um it, a lot of people actually think i actually don't have a problem uh, telling anybody um what it is that i do i think uh, once once you truly believe in something and you can express that across to somebody and they see the passion uh about what it is that you do uh you know they don't necessarily have so much of a problem with it so i go by pretty much whatever anybody wants to call me i usually just say dating coach because it's more socially acceptable uh, when people hear the term pickup artist, they kind of cringe, you know. So, uh, but no, but yeah, basically it's just what I do. I travel uh, on the weekends. I hold a three-day course. It's a, what I call a boot camp. It's a 24-hour course over three days. And um, I teach men how to be basically attractive uh, to females. Okay. And um, so obviously, so basically you reckon that you can take any man and make him confident enough to pull any woman he wants to? I want to say any man. I have... Um, I've had maybe one or two in my life that, uh, well, I don't want to say my life. I haven't been doing this since I was an infant, but (laughs) I came out, I came out and I was telling the doctor what was going on there. (laughs) Hey, by the way, that nurse, she wants your phone number. (laughs) Yes. But but no, I I have had some people that, you know, but the problem is, is that, um, you know, I can't just do it with anybody. And the reason for it is because uh, it's men have to first admit to themselves that they need to be able to work on this in their life, that they actually need to improve it. And that's very hard for men to do. A lot of men, you know, can't admit that to themselves. And so some people might attend my class, they might come with their friends or whatever. But the problem is, is that if they're not ready themselves to make that change, to admit to themselves that they have to work on this part of their life, then it's very hard for me to do anything with them if they're not going to, you know, take the first step. Are you in a relationship, Ashley? Are you uh, happily involved with AN Other? Yes, actually. Um, oh, well, that's good. That, if you weren't, <laughs> that would instantly mean all your hard work was done. How long have you been with your current BU? Um, I've been with her uh, two and a half years now. Oh, blimey. And is it a bit awkward because she knows that you're a professional pickup artist now? Does she feel well, like she was maybe like you took advantage of her in these early stages and used your skills? And does she feel like she was maybe tricked? You know, actually, it's hilarious because uh, <laughs> if you talk to some of the uh, some of the world's top uh, pickup artists within our community, um, and most of us, you know, at our age now have been doing, well, most of us have been doing this long enough, you know, or with, you know, the one and, um, and all of those females, it doesn't matter, you know, which one of us, which girl it is that you talk to, they will all say that they are the one girl on the planet that we did not run game on. And they will swear up, down and sideways about it. They don't think that they were like, you know, confused or, you know, uh, that we did anything that manipulated them. They just honestly believe that we did not do anything. To pick but did them you up do something? Did you manipulate them? Absolutely. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I like your style, Ashley. I think it's going to be I mean, a start of a beautiful liaison. 
it's not actually manipulation. Uh, that the, the Are you backtracking I, now? Is this because your mum might be listening? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but in all reality, that that's where people, you know, society uh, is just so disconnected. You know, the media and the movies and all the stuff that portrays, you know, pickup artists. You know, they when people hear the term pickup artists, women automatically think, oh, you're going to manipulate them. And that's why these women, you know, think that we never actually did anything to them. All right. So if I was going to ask you then, Ashley, for your top tips. So our listeners that listen at home, I mean, all of our listeners are gorgeous people and make it my uh, business to make sure we only have very handsome attractive dynamic people <laughs> listening um but if you had tips for people listening at home you know how to be more confident how to pick up people what would be your say top five tips sure i could definitely give you some um it's funny because you know people i have people write in all the time you know with questions and i even have a youtube channel where i do uh you know like ask the expert and i oh what's your youtube channel so people up. can check you out um i'm not actually sure uh, i just <laughs> google ashley <laughs> to be honest with you i really don't know it's just google ashley sharif is my name okay. and uh or, or, or go into youtube just type in ashley sharif and uh, my channel will, will show up but um or you can go to the website it's dakota dating it's the name of my company and there'll be links on there as well okay. um but yeah you can go on there you can write in questions so anyway so i have people writing questions uh you know asking me for tips and stuff and uh it's it's funny because a lot of people think that it's just a five-step system you know you take a uh, you take the magic pill so to speak and then all of a sudden you're good with women they don't realize you know that's a 24-hour course that it, i barely even have enough time within 24 hours to teach people but i'll definitely give you a few quick tips okay. on uh, you know some things that uh could I, definitely improve okay on. so imagine oh, me uh, i'm walking into a bar i'm walking into a bar right now and i see a beautiful woman at the bar okay what's my first move uh, well, me personally, the first thing I would do is I would not approach the one that you want. Okay, oh, the okay. first thing, the first thing that I would do is uh, some. It, it, it's actually kind of a discretion. You know, some schools teach certain things, some teach others. Um, some people believe going direct. You know, right up. I don't. I uh, I believe in building a, what I call demonstration of uh, higher value. Um, you build a higher value ab- about yourself amongst the other above the other men in the bar. So, for example, as soon as I walk through the door, I'm going to start pointing at people. I'm going to start waving. And also when I walk through the door, I'm going to be walking through the door with a crowd, you know, with an entourage, with beautiful women and stuff. It's going to give me that image of if you think about, you know, your friend is across the bar with his arms crossed and he's just sitting there staring at girls shaking their bum on the dance floor, you know, and then you see an image of me and I'm walking around the bar. I'm slapping hands with everybody. I'm being sociable. Girls are running up to me, throwing their arms around me, saying hi and stuff like that. It gives the appearance that I have some kind of value and it's not to come off as like egotistical. But it's mainly part of your self-development is understanding that you are awesome and that there, you do have a lot to share with people. Thank you. And that people should be <laughs> one. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's the first thing, the first thing I would do. Um, then the next thing, uh, you know, if that's the one that I absolutely want, you know, I would make my way over to her and, you know, and I would start a conversation with her and most likely bring her back to my house. But the uh, – What happens at your house? Just like for board games and cup of tea? <laughs> Did did uh did your parents never give you the birds and the bees talk? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. I've been finding out for myself. It's been a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um no, in all reality, so like um, you know, a, a lot of mis- common mistakes that men make. So let's say for example, you go up and you go to talk to her. Okay, so a lot of times the first first biggest mistake that men make is they try and buy a girl a drink right off the bat. The problem with doing that is girls – I know many girls that go downtown with $5 in their pocket, and that $5 is to get the cab on the way home. And They don't ever intend on paying for a drink because they know guys are going to go up, and they're going to try and buy them a drink. Now, I have nothing wrong with – you know, I don't see anything wrong with buying a girl a drink, 
But that's after you know either she's bought me a drink first or we've invested a lot of time together. Because otherwise what I'm doing is I'm saying let me buy your time. Let me buy you this drink and give so I can get two or three minutes of your time. That's the first okay. mistake men make. One of the biggest mistakes that I see men make when they go out is that they go up, you know, if they have the balls to go up, you know, and maybe they'll buy her a drink and then they'll start talking about, you know, how successful they are at work or, you know, whatever. And they get into this position where they're like basically trying to, um, you know, win her over or buy her over. And it comes off as, you know, someone who isn't confident and isn't, you know, uh, very successful because a successful person doesn't need to sit there and brag to everybody else mm. about it. Everybody else comes up to them. Because so. I've always thought, actually, it's quite a bad idea to talk about things like work and boring stuff. Is, is it true that it's best to keep the conversation to things like spontaneous and like exciting things rather than talking about like work and like, oh, I once had a bicycle and oh, I once had a pair of shoes? Okay, so yes. Yeah, so you don't want to go in and you don't want to do small talk. And it's the same thing even on first dates. You don't even want to do small talk because everybody knows that small talk is small talk. It makes it awkward. You think that you can't even relate with this person. But for example, so what I would do, what I would tell a student is, you know, I would imagine that you were, you know, my mom, my sister, uh, you know, my best friend, somebody that I talk to on a regular basis. Imagine that I pick up the phone. I'm calling you right now and I'm just picking up a conversation or telling you about my day as if I've known you forever. So, for example, I would say, you know, it's crazy about this uh, Malaysian airplane. I was at work earlier today and uh, someone told me that five days after the airplane crashed, the cell phones were still ringing. So how could it be in the ocean and the cell phones are still ringing? And if the cell phones are still ringing, then how in the world, you know, can they not track the cell phones? You know, if the if the GPS is off on the plane. So now we're talking about pop culture. We're talking about something fun. <laughs> so, something fun. <laughs> I would well, say, don't talk about death and possible terrorist activity. That's surely got to be a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean that's. I mean, obviously, you know. It, but you get what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you got to use, every cloud as a silver lining. If you can use it to pick up women, then it's okay. No, it's just you know it's something that intrigues people, and it's something yeah. that everybody has an opinion about. And that's one thing that you want to get a girl doing is you want her to give her opinion, and you want to get her to talk because that's what they love to do the most. So as long as they're giving their opinion, you know they're having a good time. And uh, so, you know, you bring something like that up. But I also gave you a couple other options. I told you I was at work earlier today. So if the, the Malaysian airplane thing is like, you know, a sore subject for you, you know, I'm giving, <laughs> yeah. I'm giving you an opportunity to ask me like, well, what do you do for work? You know what I mean? And the thing is, is instead of, you know, me sitting there and be like, oh, what are you drinking? Do you come here often? You know, I'm just going to assume that, you know, I, I don't need to go through that stuff with her. I'm just going to say, mm. by the way, I was at work earlier today. And I found this out. What do you think about that? You know, she'll start giving her opinion. As soon as she starts giving her opinion on it, you know, then I could start making fun of her just like you did with me. You did a mm. great job. Was, Thank you. you. know, to say, like, okay, well, you know, you, you do realize that, you know, this is a very bad situation, you know, and, and stuff like that. And you can make it fun and light. And yes. And then what happens is as we're in the interaction with this female, the visual to the rest of the bar is I'm talking with yet another female that's laughing and smiling mm. and engaging me. Oh, amazing. Brilliant. Oh, there you go. There's some top tips there. One of my um, hosts, Mr. Swan, opposite, he's, he's, no, he's noting all this stuff down. He's got a little notepad out and he's writing down top tips so he can hit the bars tonight. And so's Dave. Um, <laughs> and did you say earlier on uh, when we were speaking that you have some books coming out or something? Yeah, actually, um, I, do, um, I do have quite a few books. I've written four books. I started last summer on my first project and I was only going to take three months and do it. It wound up turning into uh, four books now. And um, and it's just still constantly evolving. Um, they will be coming out very soon. Uh, if you check the website, uh, the information on where you can purchase them and all that stuff will be there as well. <laughs> so it's it's kind of an evolving thing, though. But it's exciting. I think I've gotten it down to uh, 
to some pretty good stuff. I got a, a really great program coming out too. It's a 30 day program. Um, and each day is a chapter and it's 30 days of self development. So after the 30 days, you know, uh, you come out uh, very socially confident and, uh, successful in all aspects of your life. Uh, it could be with, you know, taking job interviews or whatever. So I'm very excited about it. They're very powerful. And, um, but yeah, they'll definitely be, they'll definitely be on there. Oh, brilliant. Well, Ashley, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I'm very well. I don't want to keep you from this lovely barbecue that you want to uh, get yourself off to. Um, oh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm ready. Uh, brilliant. Well, that's what we <laughs> like to hear. Now, it's been really good to talk to you, and thank you for sharing with us your tips and for just giving us your time. You've proved yourself to be a lovely and wonderful man who's doing very noble work in terms of raising confidence. It's not all just about seducing the ladies and getting phone numbers, but that is a very good and joyful byproduct of that, and that is something we could all applaud. Let's give Ashley a round of applause. <laughs> So yeah, Ashley, have a wonderful uh, barbecue this evening. Um, drink responsibly and don't do anything I wouldn't do. Is that fair to say? I don't know what you wouldn't do, but if you want to do that, I often, <laughs> I often ask myself. But Ashley, it's been an absolute All pleasure. Right. Um, yeah, and take care, my friend. And um, we may well, maybe one day our paths will cross again. Yes, sir. Take care. All right. Take care, Ashley. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Oh, what a lovely lad he was. He's got a lot of advice. What do we make of that? He was a great lad, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was well up for he it. He spoke very clearly as well, didn't he? Yeah. I'll tell you what. But he knows his stuff. He does. I do think there's a few things I could teach him, though. Because <laughs> yeah. he's made mm. the big mistake. He's in a long-term relationship. And that's that's, that's game over, that is. Oh. You've got, why, why buy the book when you can join the library, son? That's what I will say. <laughs> that is what I would say. But he's not going to use that, is he? He's just brought brought four books out. So he's going to want people to buy <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, true, actually. No, good lad, that was Ashley. And um, do check him out on his website. He seems like a genuinely lovely lad. Didn't actually ask him where he was from in America, did we? No, although it was no. called Dakota Dating, so maybe Dakota. Is that a place? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. A state. I thought it was just a song by the Stereophonics. And <laughs> speaking of songs by the Stereophonics, we have a song now that isn't by the Stereophonics, it is in fact by another of Dave's magical bands called Dog Is Dead. And they've got a song called Two Devils. So is that what we're going to listen to now, Dave? Yeah, yeah, it is. Brilliant. So yeah, Dave provided us with this. I have never heard it, neither has Mr Swan, and perhaps neither of you, the humble listener. So here we go with Two Devils. I knew this one young girl who'd tell the trees and the grass To read us all their favourite stories Till we'd kiss and we'd laugh And we'd write to the devil Telling he's a bad influence Cause it's not worth playing God when you're the story and the making
something crawling between my feet and in my head. I take a long walk to the hospital, but I can't stand the smell. 'Cause you're always changing color, the decrease in your From Dog Is Dead, and you can find out more about them at dogisdead.co.uk, and they're also on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash dogisdead. Um, and Dog Is Dead are a five-piece indie band from West Bridgeford, Nottingham, who have described their music as an original blend of harmonious indie pop in the disco with a cheeky jazz hint, and uplifting pop for jazz junkies and choir folk. That was an enjoyable little song, and we shall now be reviewing it one by one. Although we have got a problem, is because we started our reviewing this show with four people, meaning all our scores are out of 40. Mr. North has departed to go and eat guinea fowl and caviar with his pompous gay friends and that means that now our scores are going to be out of 30 so I don't know how we're going to get around this unless we uh, get Mr. North to text the number in yeah we can do that I'll text okay. him now uh, in the meantime I will give that song an 8 out of 10 um, I liked it it had an epic folk twist and I quite like that very Noah and the Whale it had that big sort of ethereal sound that a lot of songs have where it's just a big warm wall of noise and I really like that stuff because it's quite emotional without being hooky which is always quite an interesting balance and I think if it had a really strong hook it would have got a 9 for me but still it had an emotional punch just not really well signposted so that's why I would give it 8 out of 10 and I liked that song it was thoroughly enjoyable Dave what did you think? See I disagree I think the catchy element of that song was really there particularly with that uh, ethereal part that you were just mentioning I think that bit I mean I'm still listening to that in my head if you see what I mean yeah no, I thought it was a really 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 cool song they've kind of gone for that sort of almost delayed echoey sound on the vocals that was sort of very sort of almost 10 years ago but sounds quite fresh still so yeah I, I really enjoyed it I thought it had a good feel to it overall yeah I think I'd give that an 8 Mr Swan what have you got to say well I'd like to give both of those reviews probably a 10 to be honest because I thought I was very uh, professional <laughs> I'm going to give a total layman's view now because I, I like the layman's view from Mr <laughs> Swan one. well it was nice uh, no I really enjoyed it. it I said to Dave it reminded me of summertime sat in a nice grassy area with a barbecue and a crate of beer, sun's out, lovely. 
So I feel quite upbeat after listening to that. Yeah. Okay. And Mr. Norscon. Yes. So it's a perfect combination. So what would you give it then? I'm going to give that an eight. Ooh, okay. And what did Mr. North give it? Has he texted you back yet? Uh, he has. He's just texted me back. Uh, he's put seven. Okay. Play it safe. Play it, sa- <laughs> play it safe seven. I'll play it safe, North. God bless him. I'll tell you what, I'm making some expulsions from my bottom that smell unpleasant today. Oh, really? And do we have to talk about that? Yes, we do, because I think Dave will need to talk you through what I ate last night and what happened when we were upon the hill. Aha, uh-huh, well, I, I don't know whether this is interesting or not. Yeah, it's a good story. It has a beginning, a middle and an end, and it's a tale of overcoming adversity in the face of uh, oppression. Well, I'll, I'll, ju- I'll judge if it's interesting. Adversity in the face of oppression? Yes. You ate an enormous burger after How big? Big was it? It had a pound of beef burger, one jumbo sausage, two fried eggs, three rashers of bacon, and mushrooms. Was this all in the one bap? Yeah, well, it sort of because that's it, like a full English. That's like a full English breakfast. All of that. The bap didn't shut, and where, they had to put was, it in a bag. Where as was well. this from? Uh, a little establishment upon the Portsdown Hill called Mix Monster Burger. Oh, really? Oh, I love Mix Monster Burger. Oh, the yes. Burger was called a gut buster. Oh, the gut buster. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, I, I like the jawbreaker as well. Yeah. <laughs> but did it? Did it bust your gut? Well, I actually complained because it didn't bust my gut. Because I said, if I if they sell me a burger that says it is the gut buster and my gut does not physically bust, can I actually claim some sort of false advertising there? This is Cadbury's mini eggs all over again. I know. Do it? you think I should write Mick a strongly worded letter saying, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mick, I hardly think you can be in the position to call it a gut buster when my gut has remained unbusted. But then Dave did rightly say that actually a gut exploding is quite an, an affliction. It's not good. Yeah, it's not what you want. Yeah. I haven't been up there for about a year. Oh, it's all but, swish now, mate. They got a, they got a, a Spanish uh, cashier. He's called Fernando. No, Touchscreen tills and all, card machines. Gone all international. Yeah, and we didn't realise he was Spanish. And we started making a. I wouldn't call it racist joke. It was a it was a tongue in cheek slur um, about <laughs> the Spanish, and they not realised that old Fernando was on the till. Is this turning into Top Gear now? You decide for yourself, listeners, if this is a racist slur. <laughs> we someone said something along the lines of, "Oh, I'll have um, w- one sugar." And then it became Juan Sugar. That's not we racist. Like, That's not racist. It's like, oh, imagine if you knew someone called Juan Sugar. That's not racist. No, There's an advert on TV for Juan Sheet. Juan Sheet and Juan Sugar. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. So it's, not... it's all right. Fernando, if you're listening, let us know if you were offended by it. Yeah, and if you are... And we're sorry. We're so- I'm, very, I'm yeah. properly sorry. I just think it's awful what I've done there. But it was a good burger and it was a good experience. And it came after we did a gig... Because me and Dave played a gig last night and it was properly sweaty and a bit weird. And I was put in the all too uncomfortable situation of having to play a drum solo at the <laughs> end of the night. Oh, fantastic really? moment yes. that was. It was absolutely horrible. We'd done a gig and it was, I would say it was a good gig. I think we were very good. But we what, felt what, sorry, a bit weird. what was the scenario? What was it? A, a wedding or a It was like birthday? a public. It was one of our rare public gigs we oh, did. Oh, public gig. Yeah, public appearance. And we played a gig and we'd gone, we'd done the last song, we'd done the encore. And for some reason, when we were doing the big splashy ending, it became a 12 bar jam. I don't know how that happened. But it was that was great. your fault for it carrying was, on. It was not my fault. It was Harry's fault for doing a bass line that I couldn't help but play a rhythm to. And then, basically, we were just all preparing to leave stage and someone said, oh, actually, all the girls at the back of the room would like you to do a drum solo. At which point I was mortified because at the end of a gig you're tired you've 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 wound down and i was like oh no i don't don't really do drum solo this is a bit indulgent to do a drum solo no one wants to hear that at which point the rest of the band went yes he'd love to do a drum solo and they all promptly sidled off which is exactly what you should do in that situation on a stage completely out on a limb but you love all that no no i didn't no he came off afterwards and he was almost terrified of what had just happened he was oh my god it's weird because you put you get yourself mentally in the zone and when you play that last song you give it your last ounce of energy and you're like i'm done and then someone goes 
Oh, can you just do a solo? How would you describe my drum solo, Dave? As well, as a musical or, or as a, <laughs> a spectacle? As a work of art. As a spectacle. <laughs> as a spectacle, hilarious. I haven't <laughs> laughed so hard in a long time. Musically, diabolical. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I, had got, I managed to convince Harry to come up on stage and hit a tom to just for fun. Did I you felt... do any sort of standing up like I've seen you do? No, it was horrible, it mate. Because I oh. thought, oh, God, I'm just not equipped for this. I'm not ready for and this. And what about the ladies at the back of the room who'd requested it? Well, they just went, they oh, that was nice. Pleased? They just went, oh, that was cool. I was like, wow, brilliant. I'm not even going to get a, any nothing out of this. <laughs> well, that's just, but while we're on the subject of your band, yeah. is there any update on your world record attempt or is that... Yeah, we had the official reply back from Guinness. Excellent. And yeah. it has been accepted. And Re- it really? is all the Mate, it's all happening now. We've wow. got the official rules have been sent. Okay. It's going to be good. Do, we, do you have any idea when? Uh, no. We're still I working on that. Because we're going to have to properly it's prepare. It's going to be at least a year. The thing about doing a, an endurance record like this is it's a long time to play the oh, drums for. Y- yeah, yeah. And we've discovered a bit of a strange rule, which actually looks harder than all of the other things to do with ourselves, is that at all times there must be ten audience members there who are conscious. So um, <laughs> it, I it love looks, the fact they have to include that. Yeah, they're going to be conscious. So that's actually going to be quite difficult when trying to do a 70-hour event. We're so going you to have to have audience members in shifts. You'll have to shelve the plans for the uh, coma ward. Yeah. Up <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing, because I, I wouldn't mind failing the record. Well, I'd mind failing the record if one of us dropped out or if we got tired. But imagine if we failed simply because there weren't 10 that people in the audience awake. Well, you had 10 people and one of them nodded off. That'd that's be it. awful, isn't it? Record over. So we're well, gonna... I'll gladly come and do a shift. Yeah, well, that's what we're going to have to do. Or we're going to have to employ someone to go around and poke the audience who are falling asleep. I could do that. Yeah, you'd be No, good North would be the best for that. No, because no, he he'd puts annoy people to everyone. Sleep. People would walk out. But that's... Um... Even if you're playing the gig of your lives. Yeah. <laughs> but no, record attempt is looking good, but I'm going to have to... You know, I'm already getting in shape. I'm really hitting the gym hard at the moment. I've, like, I've got to start eating properly, so like eating proper foods. Jelly babies and French fancies won't cut it. Gut busters. Um, although the spread tonight, Mr. Sorm, was sensational. I Thank you enjoy. very much. Thank you. Um, but I've had to eat like chicken, potatoes, porridge, all these proper things. I'm doing a race as well. Dave's doing it with me. You're doing a race? What yeah, race? me and Dave are running the Victory Five. What's what? the Victory Five? I forgot to tell you, Dave. Um, but I've entered us into a running race in September. I don't do running. You do? It's a victory five. You What's get a medal. A... What is the victory five? It's only a five mile run. Oh, I'll do oh, that. I can I'll do that, that with you if you want. Yeah, so we're going to do that as part okay, of Okay, our... and also, I've also entered us into the Petersfield Ups and Downs. Oh, so you haven't! Like... <laughs> oh, I Have you it. actually? Yeah. Uh, you, oh. do know, you remember the last time we did it, Dave? Oh, I do remember when the last Liam time we did it. didn't turn up. I didn't was... mean to not turn up. I just accidentally started having sex with someone, and it's sex is Moorish. What, compared to charity? Yeah, completely. <laughs> right, Especially with Norm. If someone said to you, would you rather donate to charity or have some sex? I reckon 90% of people would pick the sex the every day of the week. Unfortunately, the two are not mutually exclusive sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> what, there's charitable sex? Depends who it is. Yeah, well, meet, meet some of my exes, mate. <laughs> some would say, never the twain should meet. Um, yeah, I'll try really hard not to have sex on the day of the charity bike ride, because I did actually, funny enough, this one, I dug out the video the other day of my training for the Petersfield Ups and Downs. And What training? Remember we went on the training ride, and I filmed it and put together a video. Oh, but that was back oh, when you were properly fat, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's I true. wasn't properly you fat. You were properly I was fat. tubby. I was, t- I was cuddly. Yeah, see, that's what <laughs> I've got to now. It's a worrying stage. I'm cuddly, cuddly now. Yeah, you it? used to be not very fat. Yeah, I know, and now I look more like a sort of rotund barrel teddy bear shape. Yeah. Which mm. I don't like. Sort of like the Yogi Bear of Petersfield. Yeah, I wish I was that tall. That's something I'd aspire to, <laughs> yeah. Yogi Bear. Oh, good yeah. old Yogi Bear. So I'll bear. be hitting the gym again hard from this week. So, right, so Dave's entered me into a cycling race without telling me. I've entered him into a running race without telling me. It's a bleeding wonder we ever even get together for a show, to be honest. But it is good to have a show. And I'll tell you what we're going to do now in this show. Mm. We're going to play some music. Yeah. And it's the final song of the show. And actually, this is where I actually overruled Dave a little bit, because Dave was going to bring three songs. But this last few weeks, I've 
completely and utterly fallen in love with a song. So it's going to be 10 out of 10 from me, I'll tell you that now. And it's, <laughs> right. it's actually right. a song from Bella Takes Chase, and it's on her Radiate EP. Um, and it's like the fourth track, and it's like an acoustic version of a song called Attempted. And I don't know why, but just for some reason, this song has just its utterly stolen my heart a little bit. And it's made me just think, wow, this song is beautiful. So this is Bella Takes Chase, and the song is Attempted. Well, I watch you while you're sleeping. I push the Nothing and 
exists is me and you. So don't say you leave, then we can go. I'm pretending like it just isn't true. Oh. was nice that was attempted from Bella Takes Chase and as I've already said I really really like that song I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 because it's just it's very moving and very well written very sort of sparse and very raw song there's obviously something not gone very well for her there I would I would assume from the words and from the sound of it so I like it because she's conveyed an emotion very successfully so 10 out of 10 for me Mr David what did you think of it see I'm I'm gonna go completely against it I have no emotion so I I give that (laughs) I'd give that one of the the lower scores, actually, because for me, the emotive songs don't really do anything for me. So um, I think I'm going to give it a five. Ooh, five. Wow. Okay. Mr. Swan, what did you make of it all? Well, I I enjoyed it. I I don't want to use the word... I'm very conscious of using the word haunting. (laughs) I don't want to get a reputation for that. So I'm going to say it was very atmospheric. (laughs) Uh, I was definitely left with an image in my head. um, And it was, yeah, it was a bit melancholic. If I'm honest, but I did, I, I do like that sort of music. Um, so I'd probably give that a, a seven. Oh, a seven. Yeah. Okay. What, was, what did Mr. North give it? Well, uh, he just sent me a text saying, give it an eight and leave me alone. <laughs> 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 okay. So what so, did that song score in total then? Oh, so we've got a five. A, uh, Come on, numbers man. Thirty. Oh, Ooh, so attempted from Better Takes Chase scored thirty. The second song of the show, which was Two Devils from Dog Is Dead, that scored how much, Mister Swan? Uh, Thirty-one. And the first song of the show, which was Get Your Sexy On by Love Scars, how much did that score? A stonking thirty-six. So our record of the fortnight is Get Your Sexy On. Wow, there we go. Not only is that good advice, it's also a good song. So here we go. A little round of applause here in the basement for the lovely <laughs> Love Scars. Well done, boys and girls. Not only are you very, very attractive, you are also very talented at songwriting because we are professional reviewers here in the basement. Um, just going back to Bella's Takes Chase, if you want to find out more about her, it's bellatakeschase.com and she's also on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash bellatakeschase. Uh, and that is nice. Right, we're moving towards the end of the show now. Um, oh. And that can only mean one thing. It is time for... The News! This is the news. 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 It's the news! Right, this is the part of the show where we get all pop culture and we have a review of this week's news and we pick out the news stories that may well have been passed by by people like Trevor McDonald and Michael Burke and Fred Dynage. Who, Fred, we do love you, really. Right, so the three headlines I've picked today, which I'll read to my colleagues and they will pick the headline that they want to explore in a bit more detail. Uh, the three headlines I've picked are these. Lonely teenagers befriend cabbages. <laughs> Hamster is served tiny burrito by tweezers. And finally, drunk man falls asleep while stealing a car. 
<laughs> oh. So which one of those do That's we want to That's a really tough one. Um, so, what do you, you go on, go on, Dave, you pick. I don't know. I think I'm going to go for the first one, the cabbages. Cabbages. Yes, you want to go for lonely teenagers befriend cabbages. Yep. Uh, Dave, you've done very well here because this story is actually based in China. Oh, yes. oh no. Woo. Here you go, Mr. Swan. Oh, knee high. Here we go. Lonely teenagers befriend cabbages. Lonely teenagers in China who feel life is pointless and who struggle to find friends have taken to befriending the lowly vegetables as the perfect, undemanding companions. And the sight of them out walking the cabbages in a bid to battle loneliness is the latest way of meeting someone new, as cabbage walkers use their weird pets as a way to start up conversations with each other. It's not about finding a boyfriend or girlfriend, just about having someone to talk to and share things with, a statement of youth, isolated in the big cities said Chinese psychiatrist from Beijing University, Huen Chao, 56, about the weird phenomenon. The idea is simple. You feel as lonely and as simple as a cabbage, so you begin to act like one and befriend one. And in that acceptance comes change. A group of youths were recently photographing walking cabbages at a music festival named the Midi Music Festival, currently underway in the Chinese capital, Beijing. Louis Jia Chen, 17, and one of the cabbage-walking youths, said... I feel I can transfer my negative thoughts about myself to the cabbage, go for a walk with it, and come home feeling better about myself. If I see someone else, it's easy to start up a conversation with them about their cabbage, and they are better than dogs as they don't bark, or start fights with any other cabbages. It doesn't, it, it doesn't even need feeding, or leave a mess on the pavement. In fact, afterwards, I can throw the cabbage away, and feel that I've tossed my feelings out with it. Lovely feeling. Another cabbage walker... Da Zi Sung, also 17, said I have more interest for my cabbage than I do for my parents. <laughs> I feel it understands me. But worried doctors fear that many young people are seeing the cabbages as surrogate pals and are eschewing human contact to grow unhealthily close to their nutrient-packed veg pals. Ooh, at, the, what a line. <laughs> at the end of the day, someone really someone real to talk to is much healthier, said Wen Chow. Wow, what a story. What a story. I don't really know where to, what to feel at all now. What did you make of that, Mr. Uh, well, that's astounding, isn't it? I mean, I suppose you wouldn't need a pickup line or anything, would you, to, no. get, to get your cabbage? <laughs> yeah. No, um, there is that point. And I suppose trying to pick up someone with a cabbage, it would be a nice, easy talking point. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Maybe we should start walking around with cabbages on a lead. There's actually a picture of them with them on I, I wonder. I, I have to be honest, though. I have to question how much walking the cabbage is doing and being dragged. <laughs> I'm not sure where the line is. It'd be more that. rolling, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's all the same. Well, that was a good news story. Well read, Mr. Swan. Thank you. Oh, what a show it's been. It's pretty much time to wrap things up now. Yeah, I suppose it must be. Yeah, I suppose. It's yeah. That's sad. Time, isn't it? yeah, yeah. It's always sad, but, you know, don't be sad that it's over, Mr. Swan. Just be thankful that it happened. That's always it. <laughs> Very profound. Yeah, I've, I've said that to a lot of women. Yeah. <laughs> Usually when they're weeping. I tell you what, sometimes when I hug a weeping woman, I do sometimes become sexually aroused, and it's quite difficult. What do you think? Do you think it's their vulnerability that you're getting turned um, on by? I don't know. Just or, seeing their tears as some sort of lubricant. I don't know. I think oh it's because God. when someone cries, it's like they hug you, and then you go, "Oh, hello, I like this." You and feel that they need you, mm, mm. even if I'm the one that's made them cry. There is something about a weeping woman. When I see footage of war-torn Bosnia. And See weeping. Hang on, though. Don't joke about Bosnia because that's where Ismar comes from. And we are going to go and see Ismar in a couple of weeks. Me and Dave are on a little road trip up to Sheffield on the fifteenth to go and see his new film being premiered called A Long Walk to Grimthorpe. 
So that sounds like it's wow. going to be a smash hit spectacular starring a man walking to Grimthorpe the long way round. That review is based entirely on the title. <laughs> I think it's something to do with a man who plays the tuba, but that could be a totally is it random... Is Grimthorpe up north, is it? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Top north, all right. Top north, so we're going to go up to see his uh, premiere of that. That's going to be nice. Next show, we have an absolutely brilliant band coming on, and I'm literally so excited. More excited than even if a weeping woman was climbing on my back. Uh, we have the lovely Mountain Bird coming to the basement, the one, the only Swedish amazing band that is uh, Mountain Birds. So we're properly excited about that. They will be joining us in this very room, and that's something to all be pleased and thankful about. Uh, if you want to find out more about the show or find out anything about any of the songs you heard today or in the past you can find us at www.boysandbasementpodcast.com i am really thinking we need to get a shorter web address because every time i have to give my email in normal life when it's something important like <laughs> renewing my tax or signing up for membership i have to go my name is liam at boys i'm like what's that boys in the basement podcast.com so we need to sort that out but that's not really something for the listeners to worry about just letting you know what's going on um dave have you had a nice show oh, it's been a cracking show really really good that's good mr swan have you had a good show yeah i've really enjoyed it i thought it'd been good I'm and I hope Mr. Norse enjoying his caviar. Oh, yeah, that big pompous tit. Right, um, <laughs> I've, uh, you know that I started the show with a little bit of glockenspiel to celebrate Star Wars Oh, what Day. a lovely way to see us out. Uh, well, I'm going to play a little song now, a little sad lament. Uh, I Hopefully you'll recognise this. Uh, made famous by old Dorothy. So here we go, it's a nice way to end the show. Yeah! Woo-hoo! Yeah! Somewhere uh, over the rainbow! Name that tune. And on that bombshell, we've been the boys. This has been The Basement. You have been our devoted listeners. Goodbye! Goodbye! Goodbye.